Welcome to the Value Driven Brand Podcast, where you'll learn insights on how to communicate with authenticity, deliver genuine value, and create a memorable experience across your entire customer journey, helping your business become the sought-after leader in your industry. I'm your host, Aileen Day. Now, on to the show. G'day everybody and welcome to the Value Driven Brand with Aileen Day, that's me, and today I am absolutely delighted to be interviewing one of my greatest friends. She is my twin sister from another mister. It is Amy Hare, the holistic healing coach. Hey. Uh, hello, Amy. Thank you so much for joining us today. I tell nice you, it is an absolute privilege to be doing this with you. My first official podcast, you are the first guest for the Value Driven Brand and uh, I'm really looking forward to having the listeners hear all about what you do in business, about how you deliver your own Value Driven Brand. Mm-hmm. Now, a little bit of an introduction. For those who don't know, where have you been? number one, but uh, just in case you need a reminder, Amy is the holistic healing coach. She's based in uh, Queensland in Townsville, sunny Townsville. And for those who are watching the podcast, uh, you'll notice she looks airy and summery and I look like I belong in Melbourne. So (laughs) she's bringing, she's bringing the light with her, but uh, Amy has been working with all elements of uh, holistic healing and uh, works to live a life of truly balanced peace and happiness. And uh, I have had the pleasure of working with Amy and uh, I can absolutely say every time I finish, that is exactly how I feel as well. Amy has three young boys. She is the mother to some beautiful little children and uh, a couple of them were born with some rare and incurable, a rare and incurable disease, not some, just one, Uh, but that has definitely seen her call hospital home a few more times than most parents would prefer to. And um, But watching how you deal with that on uh, a day-to-day basis has absolutely taught us as watchers and uh, and avid followers, what level of resilience and determination it takes for you know yourself to find peace and happiness in a life that sometimes throws you a few curveballs. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's always a pleasure to see your little children's faces. Who oddly enough, one of them looks remarkably like my child. Crazy, isn't it? <laughs> it's so crazy. I'm really looking forward to uh, meeting you up in the is it the Gold Coast we're heading up to shortly. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, one of the things that Amy is uh, getting ready to do post-ISO life <laughs> at the moment is a ladies and singles, two separate ones, uh, retreats called Recreate Your Life. And uh, throughout catching up with Amy, I'm going to ask her a few more tidbits so I know what to uh, get ready for. And uh, on top of that, as always, we are going to talk to Amy about those tactical tips that she employs in her business to deliver a value-driven brand. 
So welcome, Amy here. Amy, me. I'm very excited about this. As I usually, usual. I usually do, um, I guess, like podcasts or interviews, and I talk very much about, you know, the resilience and the, the strength and that kind of side of my life of having sick kids and then how I've been able to turn that around. So it's nice to kind of get down to like bare bones business. So it's going to be fun. Absolutely. And, um, you know, a, a good podcast is a, is a quick podcast sometimes. And compared to some of the, some of you might know uh, on the uh, off season, I do a Twitch stream and the Twitch stream goes for over an hour and a half. So the difference between that and uh, these podcasts is they're, they're relatively short and sharp because we know that you guys and gals are busy and we know that we need to deliver you the best value that we can as quickly as possible. So Amy, talk to me about what you do in business. Uh, I do a few different things. So I guess, you know, as a whole, I'm very much um, focused on helping people to change their lives for the better. I see so many people that kind of just exist. They kind of just go from day to day, um, you know, living in pain really in this emotional pain that they don't know how to move on from mm. so I'm very passionate about teaching people how to um how to find peace and happiness and it seems so simple you know peace and happiness but so many people don't don't live a life like that and it's sad mm. and I used to be that person I used to be the person who threw myself a pity party. I used to be the person who moped around and was sad all the time. And it took having a sick baby for me to flip my life around and to kind of say, there's more, there's more to life than just existing in this strange world of, of, you know, being stressed all the time and being unhappy. And as soon as I started to choose to see things differently, my life started to change and, now I just want to help and empower other people to live life like I do. And it's just having, you know, it all comes from gratitude, really. It's just being yeah. grateful for every single challenge that you get thrown because every challenge is an opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And when you, uh, that is certainly a skill that um, many of us haven't quite learnt to master yet. Some might say that it's, you know, finding the silver lining in a, in a little bit of a shitstorm. But yeah. um, I have definitely been one to find the silver lining in many, many a challenge. However, I think in the last six months, I've really, really started to learn how gratitude can reframe the way that you think, feel and react to those challenges. Yeah. So how do you use gratitude to to help build that resilience in everything that you do? It's, I guess, putting, for me, it's putting faith and putting stock in the universe and what it is providing to me. Mm. It's being grateful for everything that I've got. You know, we can't... Um, we can't be grateful for just the good stuff. We've got to be grateful for the bad stuff as well because it's the bad stuff or the tricky things, you know, those challenges. There are opportunities to grow. There are opportunities to learn. And if everything was simple and rosy and happy in this la-la fairy tale, mm. we'd never grow as human beings. We'd never learn anything. So I take every single thing that I get handed 
um, as an opportunity to, to become better and to become stronger. I'm very grateful for everything, the good and the bad, yeah. you know, it, being able to view it that way and, and change your perception of the things that you get handed. So you are a entrepreneur extraordinaire in my eyes. You run a multitude of different facets to business. Explain to me what some of those different businesses look like for you. Yeah, so I started my first business when I was 20. I um, was doing some temp work in a real estate and I had a cleaner give me a, I was working in, working in property management and I had a cleaner give me an invoice for a job that I'd sent them out to. And they had been, there was two people and they'd been out at this job for two hours and they handed me an invoice for $800. And I looked at it. Yeah, yeah. I'm in so, the wrong business. <laughs> I know. I know. You know, four hours worth of work kind of thing for the two people. And I was mm-hmm. like, I earn less than that a week. Mm. How is it that they're earning $800 for, let's say, four hours work? And that was it. And I started a cleaning business. And in... 18 months, I was turning over $250,000 by myself. Wow. Yep, yep. So I would go out. I had, this was pre-kids, mind you, mm. but I would work from like 5.30 in the morning till sometimes 7, 8 o'clock at night. I would work seven days straight. Um, <clears throat> and I just, yeah, I, my dad my dad had a, had a fruit and veggie business. So I've kind of been around business my whole life. My brother mm. has a business. My sister has a business. And my dad said something to me when I first started. He said, kiddo, bite off more than you can chew and chew like buggery. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I burnt out, yeah. as you do. Yeah. Um, but I, was, I sold the business and thankfully um, I sold it when I did because I was pregnant with my first son. So I sold the business when I was, I think, 18 weeks pregnant. Mm. And it was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was perfect timing because I had this money then to kind of enjoy um, pregnancy and to enjoy my first kind of 12 months with my son at home. Mm. Um, but it didn't take me long to realize that I was bored <laughs> and that I liked working. So mm. I started an immense business and it went really well initially, but there was something going on with me that wasn't going well. And it turned out that it was my relationship. And so. Huh. Yeah, so I I, I I described to people that it was like a metaphorical brick wall and I just kept hitting my head against this brick wall going, why can't I break through? Mm. I didn't know at the time it was my relationship. So, you know, I tried and tried and tried and tried and got nowhere and it wasn't until um, uh, until it, after I had my second son. So when my second son was around one, I realized that it was the relationship that was holding me back. It was so toxic. Mm -hmm. It was incredibly volatile. It was so negative and, and him and I were surrounded with so many negative influences and it was just, it was killing my soul. Um, And when I left him, it was like the door opened and I was like, Oh, okay. We can go back into, I started another cleaning business with a friend. Mm -hmm. Um, and it kind of did all right for a while, but it just wasn't, I didn't understand what purpose was. I didn't understand what value or passion or 
you know, anything like that was in business. My, my goal was very much to make a lot of money. Yeah. And, um, and I did that. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I was so unfulfilled. I was so, um, miserable really. Mm. And then I, um, I knew I wanted to be on stage. I knew I wanted to speak. I knew I wanted to share my story of having a sick child um, and use that to help other people, you know, in, in their lives because yeah. so many people are said to me, you're such an inspiration. You hold it all together so well. And I was like, well, I can, I can teach people about that. But I just didn't know. I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to market me. I didn't know how to market this thing that I was doing because I really didn't understand I could go and sell someone, you know, my cleaning services or I could go and sell someone my event business services, but I was now having to sell myself and I had such a poor personal story or a poor view of myself. Um, that was an inherited story. Um, and that's, you know, a whole different thing that we can talk about at another podcast (laughs) 2.0. But it was this, it was my self-talk was terrible. So Mm. here I was trying to tell people, hey, hire me to speak at your event. Um, But hey, I don't actually think that highly of myself. So it was just, I was self-sabotaging myself without realizing I was. And it wasn't until I um, invested in myself Mm. and my own personal development that it started to click. So I, I, was coaching. I was, I was kind of and kind of, you know, doing dribs and drabs of stuff. I wouldn't say that I was really out there killing it. Um, but once I, once I did the work within myself, I was like, Oh, light bulb. I know how to run amazing events. What I can do to sell myself as a speaker is I can run amazing events And I can hire people who have a platform already, who have profiles already. I will hire them to speak on my stage. People will come to see them, but I'm just going to slot myself in there with them. This is me. So I can leverage, right? Brilliant. Yeah. And I thought that was an amazing idea. I, on the 14th of March this year, I launched an Australian wide tour um, for my Choose You conference. And four days later, my business was closed. Thanks, COVID. It's just the gift so, that keeps on giving. <laughs> and you know what? I, I built this, and I call it the monster now because I built this monster of a business. I had team. I had an office. I had We were bringing in money and then literally overnight, mm. then like the government shut down things with COVID. I lost $30,000 overnight and my business closed. And I was like, okay, I'm having a mini breakdown right now. Um, fuck. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> was one of the words? Just like one? <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was, you know, I look now and I'm like, that was the best thing that happened because wow. after my little D meltdown, a few things showed, like were highlighted to me. Hmm. Um, the first thing was people who say they've got your back don't actually have it. Don't let people say they have your back. They need to prove that they have your back because now I'm from Townsville. It's quite, it's quite a 
let's say smallish town in terms of you know like your bigger metro areas it's very much a small town mm. and people here i would say that tall poppy syndrome is prevalent in townsville mm. so the townsville business community laughed at me and they mm. were like oh she failed oh guys did you see mm. amy hair went broke and there was rumors floating around and and i went that says more about you than it does about me. So that's your stuff that you've got to deal with. How disappointing. Um, it, mm, yes and no. Disappointing for them because, like I said, it says more about them than it does about me. Yeah. Um, me, it was that light bulb. It was, well, you guys don't really have my back. I thought you did, but you don't. The mm. people who had my back were, you know, my K2 family, my my family that, um, you know, that are in my, in that business group that I'm, that I'm a part of, mm. um, they had my back and they were the ones that said to me, yeah, people like you, you guys <laughs> had my back and you're like, what support do you need? What can we do to help you? Um, you guys not only talk the talk, but you walk the walk and the people yeah. that I thought before had my back were only talking the talk and it was all BS. Actions but speak louder than words. Absolutely, 100%. My husband and I say that all the time with regards to our relationship. Actions speak louder than words. You can tell someone you love them, but they sh you should never need to say the words. Mm. should always be displayed. You should always feel mm. it. Um, that's another podcast too. <laughs> that's going to be the uh, adults-only version, just saying. Yeah, we can, we can, yeah that's the enough. The kids to bed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I say, COVID was a blessing because it highlighted that to me. But the other thing that it showed me was I was shoveling shit uphill mm. and I was ignoring my intuition. I was ignoring my gut instinct the entire time. And as soon as I opened up to the universe, as soon as I opened up to what have, what have you got for me, universe, um, it started to happen and I was awakened to the power of energetic healing and, uh, you know, part of my pivot, and I know that's a, that's been a buzzword and it kind of does my head in a little bit that we talk about this pivot thing, but yeah. my, my resurrection, I suppose, my phoenix rising from the ashes was, well, I can go back to coaching. Mm. But then I started to, because I was open to it, because I was open to um, the universe and what it had to deliver for me, Reiki came along my path and I was like, I can do Reiki. I'm now a Reiki master. Um, I was like massage, like an um, energetic healing massage, chakra massage came up for me. I did a chakra massage course. I'm now doing a kahuna massage course. I'm now doing all these different modalities. I've signed up to or um, got into uni. I'm studying a psychology degree. Um, with all Just in your stuff, spare time. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but with, with other stuff happening, um, turned out that I have this psychic medium ability. So people that I was working with, stuff would come through. And I'm like, are you going through this? And they're like, oh, my God, how did you know? And I was like, you know, I don't actually know how I know. I just know. And so I started to investigate that further. And I met with um, a mentor who's now coaching me in that realm. And we sat down for our first coaching session. And he was like, Amy, people don't get this. Like you get it. He's like, you've, you've got it. 
He's like, I work with people for months and they don't get it as quick as you've got it. And I was like, oh. Fancy that. Yeah. So I, I kind of did this 360, not even a 180. I kind of doubled over on myself and came full circle. And, and it, as soon as I opened up to the possibility of what if and show me what I'm supposed to be doing, mm. I got thrown onto the path of exactly where I've supposed, where I've, where I have supposed to have been the whole time. I love that. And it's been amazing. I mm. have not had to really, I've not, I've not had to work. People are booking appointments with me. I'm booked three months in advance. I'm, I'm, people are rebooking and, and every time someone comes and has either a coaching session with me or a healing session or a massage or a reading, they walk out and I just feel, I feel energized. Wow. I feel filled. I, it makes me feel so good to have someone who walks in and, and I've not had one person yet who hasn't cried <laughs> or who hasn't fallen asleep in a massage. Oh, that'd be me. <laughs> but it has been beautiful and effortless and it is just amazing how when you are on purpose, mm. how things just happen. And it's, it's very much that, you know, Kerwin Ray says, um, income is a natural consequence of doing something that you love. Preach. I, yeah, I, I, the money doesn't even, and it's so true. The money doesn't matter. It's not, it's about what value I can provide to someone. It's not about how much money can I make? It's how much money can, how much value, sorry, I can provide to someone. Yeah. I love that. And I think, you know, a lot of what uh, we do in business comes down to that value that you can provide is the winning key to longevity in business as well because thankfully, you know, consumers are so much smarter than they ever used to be. Not that they weren't smart before but they have so much more um, knowledge at their fingertips that they're becoming really, really astute when it comes to seeing through poor sales tactics and dealing with people who really aren't there for their own, um, you know, to, to deliver them the value that they're looking for or for selfish purposes. And I think, you know, like what you said about looking at a challenge with gratitude, what an amazing uh, example of a challenge being met with utter gratitude and to watch how you've turned your business around in a completely different way has been absolutely spellbinding. And for those listening, I had a um, session with Amy where she did a reading on me and literally I walked away (laughs) speechless which for me is pretty rare. <laughs> it's not a thing that happens often. So <laughs> I was pretty impressed. And, um, you know, I, I always go into those things with a level of healthy skepticism. I'm open to them most certainly, but, you know, until I see those things for myself, I don't tend to just be a blind believer of, um, of those types of skills 
And uh, after our session uh, not long ago, I was blown away. I was absolutely a 500% believer. I was um, very impressed. And as your mentor said, you know, considering how quickly you have tuned in to those skills so quickly um, is, is a phenomenal trait or asset for you as well, because obviously that means that your customers feel that they're getting that additional value from you, which I love. Yeah. So if we were to kind of pack this up and uh, give, give the wonderful people listening on some real tactical meaty tips on how they could create and deliver a value-driven brand for themselves in their own businesses, what would be the few things that you would recommend, uh, you know, they would implement or could give a crack? Um, so for, for me, it's never about the money. It's all always about the value that you can provide to people. So, you know, it's very much about, choosing your words very wisely and and not going in thinking I'm going to make a lot of money. It's Mm. I'm going to provide a lot of value. And like I said, you know, that quoting Kerr and Ray income is a natural consequence of doing something that you love and providing people with value. So it's always, you've got to come from that genuine place. Like you said, consumers of we've wisened up to the marketing tricks and to the sales tricks, and we're not going to be sold anymore. We want value. Mm. Um, so you always need to come from a from a value perspective and, and, you know, on that value that you can provide, making sure that the things that you're aligning yourself with are in line with your values. Yes. What are the things that you are passionate about? What are the things that are important to you? Because unless you're in line with your values, you're not going to love it. You're going to hate it and it will be a job. And it should never be a job. It should always be a passion. Yeah, um, Absolutely. I always say never sell yourself out for the upfront dollar. It will cost you in the long run. And that's, <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> to aligning with your values because people see, you know, maybe what they perceive as an opportunity and, you know, they're, oh, but I can make all this money and blah, blah, blah. But okay, let's take a step back. Let's not get greedy here. Let's think about the value. Does it align with our personal values? Yeah. Does it align with the values of our consumers, of our of our clients, of our um, the people that we're here to serve? And mm. if it doesn't, then don't get all starry eyed and think, oh my god, I'm going to make you know a million dollars in the next month, because chances are, if it's not aligning with your purpose, with your mission, with your values, with the values of your consumers then it is going to cost you and then some in the long run and it is just not worth it. Yeah. And then the biggest thing for me now, having been through what I've been through, is always, always trust your instincts. Trust your intuition. Don't ignore it. Don't turn it off. Don't, if you get that little inkling, that is enough. That is enough for you to say, maybe I need to take another look at this because I've, in there where it's cost me my event business cost my husband and I $200,000 and I walked away with not much and it was because I kept ignoring Mm. my intuition I kept no I can do this I can do this watch me I can do this I was stubborn and I very much learnt my lesson the hard way Mm. But again, 
it's that challenge, you know, that opportunity and the challenge. The opportunity now is I'm so tuned into my intuition. I'm so aware of what I'm investing, not only my time, but my money into. I'm not so much cautious as such, but I'm prepared. I'm mm. um, strategic. I'm, I think things over properly. I go to my husband and say, hey, what do you think about this? I ask for input. I don't try and do it all on my own anymore. Mm. Um, Having a great sounding board is, yeah. is an mm. absolute commodity. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to trust your gut. Yeah. Because you just end up in the shit if you don't. So really. I'm curious because I think that personally, and I'm getting better, but personally I think that I also ignore my intuition far too often. For those who aren't quite sure if they're ignoring it, what does it, like when we say, uh, you know, listen to your intuition, what does that mean? Have you ever said to yourself, why does this keep happening to me? All the time. <laughs> Need I say anymore? But what, so, okay, so then what do I do? It's, it, you know, for, for if, you, if you're in that position where you're going, why does this always happen? Why isn't this working? Why do I keep hitting brick walls? Why do I keep hitting roadblocks? Mm. It's because the universe is trying to say to you, you shouldn't be doing this. And I keep trying to give you signs and you keep ignoring them and you are just going to dig yourself a bigger, 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 bigger hole. Yeah. To listen to your intuition is to stop. Just stop. Pay attention. Don't keep ignoring it. Pay attention to those things that keep going wrong. And if you kind of just go, well, I don't know what's going wrong, then keep a log, keep a diary, write yeah. the things down. What happened for me with my event business? It was, um, well, the coronavirus thing happened. I couldn't get any, any um, merchandise from China. Our venue cancelled. Um, our speaker <sighs> drunk was drink driving with a kid in the car. Uh, like, all the yeah, all these things were Not happening. Any names? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. Um, all these things were happening that were just negative things. It was a roadblock. It was a roadblock. It was a roadblock. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, we'll deal with it. We've got the. I've got this. Blah 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 blah. Not once. So since Corona shut that down, and um, I've done my pivot. Not once has anything come up within this new business. Mm this new way of operating. Now, my purpose has never changed. I should probably mention that. My purpose has always been the same. It's the way I deliver the purpose that's changed. Right. There has Good not point. been one roadblock. None. Wow. Nothing. It's been effortless. And that is how I know that I'm on purpose. That is how I know that I'm listening to my intuition. And I take time now. I stop. If I, you know how they say, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Yes. I have situations where I'm like, it's a hell yes. But then I have things that I'm like, I don't know. And I need to think about it. And most of the time it's a hell no. Mm. I also have another thing. Now this is probably way out woo woo. And if you've got like kind of, you know, straight and narrow business people, this is, they're going to go, she's loopy. Well, but it works. if we have straight out business people, Open your mind up and give Open it a up. go. Open up and talk Open to up. me if you don't know how yeah. to. <laughs> but I put, so I it. had, 
<laughs> yeah. I have this, um, my universal sign is a butterfly. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I feel like I am a butterfly, I've gone from this cocoon of, um, you know, being what I was. And then I went through this horrendous experience that kind of broke me out and gave me my wings. Mm-hmm. When I'm supposed to do something or when I'm questioning whether I do it or not, I ask the universe for my sign. I ask for butterflies. Now I'll let you know, um, because by the time this comes out, I should be well into the mix of doing this. I've been looking at purchasing a building. Oh, now I, yeah, I had a look at it to operate out of because at the moment I'm operating out of home and it's just not conducive at all. Um, I went and had a look at one place last week and from the outside, it was perfect. This place was just everything. And I said, well, I'm leaving it up to the universe. If I see a butterfly now, it can be a live butterfly, it can be a picture, it can be, you know, a fake, whatever. There were no butterflies, but there was birds everywhere. And I was like, okay, that's really strange. Energetically, that was very strange. Like they had pillows of birds and pictures of birds and all this sort of stuff. And I was like, hmm, interesting. Then I went I went to my husband. I was like, look, it looks perfect from the outside, but there's something. Like there's mm. got to be something because I haven't seen a butterfly. Two days later, I went and had a look at another house. And we were, I said to my kid, my kids came with me and I was like, all right, we've got to look for a butterfly. And they're like going through looking for a butterfly somewhere. And we were just about, I was just about to walk out. And I'm like, well, I haven't seen the butterfly. So I don't have that universal sign that, you know, it's, it's supposed to be. And I walked out the back with my son and I turned around and I went, hmm, did you see that? He's going, oh, mommy, it's butterflies. Jackson, Jackson, we found a butterfly. Oh my God. I love so, it. Yeah. So I rang my husband and I was like, you've got to come and have a look at this place. We've seen a butterfly and he knows my new <laughs> stuff. He's, He's open to it. <laughs> yeah. And, and honestly, this place is very, very much set out um, for what I want to do. So, you know, it's, it's being open to those sort of things and really just trusting that um, we've, we've been put here for a purpose. Mm. And if we keep ignoring what that purpose is, in my opinion, our lives are not going to ever be fulfilled. It's not going to be much fun. I'm so sorry. It's not going to be much fun. Hopefully they can cut that bit out. I Live, believe baby. that we're here for yeah. Live, baby. <laughs> this I is the human experience <laughs> right here. <laughs> More podcasts. This is business. Here. Yes, this is business. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I believe that if we're, if we're not... That's the universe saying, pick up, bitch. <laughs> Me again. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm now I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I really believe if we keep ignoring it, that life isn't going to be much fun. And we, yeah. you know, we have depression, and you know, I think depression in itself is, is a whole other thing. But I think that so many people end up depressed because they keep ignoring the signs that get thrown to them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I basically just let let myself be guided really yeah and i think that's a really good point that you make around listening to your intuition starts with actually stopping yeah and that's what a lot of us in business are very bad at doing 
is stopping and reflecting yeah. and debriefing our actions and the outcomes. And um, in future podcasts, we're going to talk more about debriefing and, and whatnot. But, um, yeah, I think that's a wonderful few points that all of us could put into play straight away as far as how do we tactically become a value-driven brand. Uh, before I let you go, Amy, I want to get the down low on these retreats. What am I up for? What am I looking into? Yeah. How yeah. do I get involved? So they're going to be lots of fun. Uh, so I've got my um, singles retreat happening first and then my ladies retreat. It's um, Friday to Sunday on Magnetic Island. We have this beautiful mm. house we rent out. Um, I do all of the cooking or well, some of the food we get in, but I do all of the preparing and everything. Um, basically, you know, people come and it's just that opportunity to find out how do you listen to your intuition. It's that opportunity yeah. to... Um, open up the doors to discovering who you are and, and maybe why things aren't going so great in your life. Um, how you stop ignoring the universe, how you stop ignoring your intuition. We go over, you know, breathing techniques. I touched on a little bit of, I've got a little bit of experience um, with some Tantra stuff. So we talk about Tantra. Yeah, we go into that. <laughs> um, but, but it's very much, you know, they're called recreate your life. So it's, for so many people, we, we get so stuck and it's giving people that opportunity to um, turn their lives around and, and to have someone, you know, with, with myself facilitating it, um, you know, that I actually care. I actually care what, what people experience when they're with me. It's not about the bottom dollar for me. It's about yeah. the value. It's about I want to actually help people change their lives. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's very much if you come along to the retreat, you'll learn some things about yourself. You'll learn some things about other people and, and appreciating people for their individualities and not just, you know, we get so caught in this, um, well, you're wrong and I'm right. And it's not mm. that someone might be wrong. It's that it's different. It's not wrong. Yeah. It's just different. And it's being able to accept um, people for their differences and their, their individual traits. I love that. And so relaxation and hampering yeah that too i love that even more <laughs> so if you are interested in uh getting in touch with amy you can most certainly do that via her website which is amyhair.com.au and that is a-i-m-e-e-h-a-i-r.com.au Amy, you are, as always, an absolute treasure and a delight. Thank you for popping my podcasting cherry again. <laughs> my pleasure. <laughs> she was my very first guest when I started podcasting on Twitch and, uh, again, my very first guest for the Value Driven Brand. It is my privilege to have the opportunity to speak to you on behalf of the listeners and when this goes live. Thank you. My I value you. Oh, I value you. Thank you so much for having me. I love, love that I get to be your first guest. Mm. Thank you. And uh, till then, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Value Driven Brand Podcast with your host, Aileen Day. 
Is your business struggling to become known as the sought-after leader in your industry? Access our value-driven brand quiz and special three-part podcast series to identify the gaps and what you need to focus on first. Go to www.valuedrivenbrand.com forward slash podcast series. That's valuedrivenbrand.com forward slash podcast series. Tune in next time where we discuss more ideas on how you can deliver your own value-driven brand.